Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Michelle Hayward. And per usual, I always bring y'all treats. Like, Michelle, really? Yes, really. With me today, I have Lisa Anderson. Lisa is an executive. She's also an executive coach, helping women in the workplace show up, show out, and really drive their careers in the direction that she they want to go. And so Lisa is back. I don't know, Lisa, you've done what, three summits for me? I don't even yes. know. Yes, at least three. <laughs> at least three. If, maybe this is the third one, and then you've done a webinar or two with me. We've done a podcast episode. If y'all don't know Lisa Anderson, trust me, you are going to love her. When I continue to bring people back, it's for a few reasons. Number one, the Positive Hire community, are enjoying what she says they're finding actionable things from her they're working with her to advance their careers and i like them <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of why y'all know us, us as engineers scientists analytical people we're like we don't like that many people like that especially if they, they're not analytical like us but i love working with you lisa thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me michelle and i I have fun every time, every summit. Uh, I like to educate, but we also have a good time and we have some very juicy, good discussions as well. Exactly. Now, this uh, this year, we're, we're talking about the from the glass ceiling to the glass cliff. But before we get into that, I want you to share with people a bit about yourself, your career, mm -hmm. and, and then we'll get into what you do in your organization. Sure. So I am a chief human resource officer and I've been in HR for over 25 years. So now I'm starting to date myself a little, <laughs> a little bit. Um, but I grew my career um, in HR. I started my career as a recruiter and worked my way up the, the ladder through, you know, becoming an HR business partner. They were called HR generalists back in the day. Uh, but now the new term is HR business partner, HR manager, director, VP, and now I'm a, a chief HR officer. And every step that I took on that career ladder, uh, I needed to get some different things in my toolkit. And so I love, just love working with uh, women in particular um, that are looking to move to their next level, whatever or however that looks and just making sure that they have what they need in their toolkit um, in order to be successful as they're climbing. Um, and everybody's not always climbing up. I work with a lot of women that are going lateral and they're individual contributors, but they're still becoming experts um, in their field. Um, so that's me. And I am also a, a leadership coach um, for women. And I love to, you know, help women find their voice, um, especially in male dominated environments, build their leadership courage and increase their leadership and executive presence. So that's my passion work. <laughs> I love it. So Lisa's business is positively in pursuit. Let's talk about that, that name. Why did you name your company positively in pursuit? Yes. So that name came to me years ago. You know how you get that download and it's like, hmm, came to me years ago when I decided that I really wanted to help people back then. It was really how to uh, get jobs, you know, how to interview, uh, how to dress for success. 
um, you know, the unwritten rules of the workplace. Uh, that's where I initially started my work. And so that name came to me because in everything that we do, if you have a positive attitude and a positive outlook, that's half the battle. And so uh, that name came because I said, you, if, if whatever you're in pursuit of, your dreams, your goals, your career, you want to be positively in pursuit of that. So that's where the name came from. And it stuck with me. Um, and then when I started my coaching business, that name just, whoop, there it is, came to you years before. <laughs> you didn't know why it came to you, but all the stars aligned. Like, okay, that's the name I, I'm supposed to use. I love it. I love it. Um, we do vision start way earlier and calling start way earlier than we realize. Absolutely. Um, and we don't know how how much um, I think it's like Atlas eventually holds up the world. But for for years, Atlas was building the body he needed to hold up the world. So you're often already doing the work but you don't know really where, where it's going and where it's going to continue to go. So I love that. I love that, that story. One of the things that I think really resonates with the way you come into positive hire, because we're positive hire. She's positive, positively in pursuit. Y'all get that, right? <laughs> because, because it was funny when I'm just, just an aside, um, my brand photographer, her business, she's been in business 32 years and her business is called Positive Images because uh -huh. everything you would generally see of black people in the news, whether it's in print or on TV mm -hmm. or here on radio was negative. And she's, she called her business Positive Images. Well, we met and I'm trying to think of names. It didn't even dawn on me when I came on Positive Hire. And she pointed like, oh yeah, Positive Hire. And I was like, yeah, Positive Hire. She's like, yeah positive image. I said, oh, I did. And she said, yeah, you did. But it sounds good. So I ain't hate no, yeah, I'm just saying. I was first though. I was first. So, <laughs> so there are three of us. When we think about women, when we think about Black, Indigenous, and other people of color, mm -hmm. putting in that word positive is really important because we know the negative connotations, especially in the workplace that happens to us. And so that's, that's an, and see, I told you, I don't get along with like, I don't like a lot of people, but when they, <laughs> but when they think, you know, I'm seeing the, the positive, the T in, in things. But the other part of that is you are always providing actionable steps. And that's what mm -hmm. I, we, we have these conferences for women. We feel hype, we feel good. And then you leave like, Okay, what do I do? There's like right. anchor teachers. I was like, yeah, but faith without works is dead. So what do we do? And so when you are in a Lisa Anderson conversation, when you're in a Lisa Anderson training webinar, guess what you get? A, it's not just for Anderson, it's for action. So, <laughs> yes, I love it. So, yes, you got to take action. You have to have some movement. And sometimes we get overwhelmed because the movement may be so big. And, you know, I encourage people, break, break it down into baby steps. And if you can do a baby step, that's movement. At least it's one step further than you were, you know, before. But a lot of us get overwhelmed because we're looking so far down the road that is like, wow, look at the big 
giant thing I have to get to. And that whole thing sometimes just overwhelms us, shuts us down, and then there's no movement because we're overwhelmed. So yes, action steps are very important and, and small steps. They don't have to be conquering the entire thing in one movement. And so I strongly, strongly encourage that. You break that thing down and let's get some baby steps in there and then celebrate the baby steps. That's the other thing. Sometimes we don't celebrate until we get to the end. No, the journey is all about to celebrate the baby step that's going to take you to the next step. <laughs> so we don't want to forget that. Absolutely. I am horrible with, with um, cheering on at every step of the way. And being on a call, I was on a call with uh, another business owner and she was like, well, I only had three people sign up for this. And then out of the three, only one showed up. She didn't even stay, but she bought. And I'm trying to figure, I said, hold up. So I ran, like, let's run this back. Let's run this back. You didn't get 30 that you wanted. You got three. Out of three, and and when you know one sh- one show and bought, that's so a win. What's the, exactly a win is a win. A win is a win. I'm like TikTok. A win is a win. I need you. She was like, and so sometimes for us, mm-hmm. what we're downplaying or not really seeing as an accomplishment, we need to go tell a three year old or a five year old, like, but well, that's a good job. Mommy did good, and really have somebody else give perspective on those yes. wins. Um, because we're looking for the milestone and sometimes just making to the grocery store or ordering the groceries, right? It's the biggest thing for you is finding that time. You was like, yeah, but who's going to cook? Like, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. But the hardest part was finding the time to, and you have to say, you know what? Let me just have a glass of wine or something. Let me sit down and rest and really taking those wins. So I love that. I love that. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I mean it. It is. It. It. I've. It's, I've. I've experienced it personally. Um, you know, I've always been a goal achiever, and you know, I forget. I used to be like, forget the baby steps. I. I can't celebrate until I check that box that is done. And I had a coach tell me, like, whoa, you, you know, let's let's back it back up a little bit, because look. And all the things it took for you to even get that baby step. And so let's not discount that. And really gave me a different perspective. Like, wow, you know, how many times have I, have I done that where my eyes on the prize way up ahead and all the juicy nuggets is, you know, is the, within the journey, within the baby steps. And I'm missing all of that looking way down the road. So absolutely. I love that. Yeah, we're too action oriented and absolute in, you know, product driven. And sometimes you got to wait. You just you know, like you got you got in the hair bowl, you know, the hair ain't done yet, but you getting there. So <laughs> right. I want to I want to bring us back to one other thing people may not know about you, which is you are also an author. And you released a book. So I want to talk about a bit about your book and then we'll get to the glass cliff. 
Sure. So uh, my book came out in October of 2020. So during the pandemic, uh, when I had the time, where, you know, when the world shut down and things slowed down, um, I finally had the time to uh, finish a book that I had started writing like the year before. Um, the name of it is Invisible Professional to Influential Leader. And it's a tip book uh, for women leaders. And it was very therapeutic for me to write that book because all of the experiences that I had coming up the, you know, coming up that corporate ladder, I wish I had a book that could have shared some things with me that I wasn't number one comfortable and, and talking to anyone inside the organization that I was working in at that time. Um, and so this tip book is really about where at one point in my career, I felt invisible. And for me in particular, it showed up for me in meetings where I felt invisible. And a lot of times I was the only woman in the room and nine times out of 10, I was the only person of color in the room. And I went through this experience in this phase where I was like, wow, um, you know, I had something to contribute uh, to that conversation, but yet I sat kind of silent. Um, and so a lot of the tips in the book, um, the first of all, the book is an action book. Uh, Michelle, we just finished talking about action. So for each tip, there's an action and a reflection. So there's something for you to do um, around each tip. And it really is to sort of force you to sort of think um, about you and your experience um, and where you are, and then to give you some nuggets of, okay, um, let's reflect upon it, but then what's the action? What are you going to do to go forward? So, uh, yeah, so I'm very proud uh, of finally getting that, <laughs> getting the book finished. Um, and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback uh, from it because, of course, I share some stories in the book. And I, I've had people call me, did that really happen? Yes, it did. <laughs> I've, just, I've taken out names to, to you know, disguise people. But in the world of HR, it is never a dull moment. <laughs> None whatsoever. None whatsoever. So yeah. I want to talk, this, this year's theme for the virtual summit is a little bit different, but it is very, I think, timely for what we've seen since the murder of George Floyd with so many women and Black women getting jobs at mid-management executive level. Mm -hmm. And so this year's theme is talking really about women of color, specifically in STEM, because that's where we focus at Positive Hire. And Lisa, of course, has a crossover focusing on women leaders. Mm -hmm. um, we're talking about from the glass cliff to the glass ceiling, breaking barriers and achieving leadership goals. And, le and so when we talk about and think about navigating the glass cliff, Lisa's talk is focused on how to leave on your terms. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us why you decided to focus on that particular topic? Sure. Um, that topic stood out for me because a couple of things. 
Number one, and Michelle, I'm going to have to kind of define glass cliff in order to kind of yeah. uh, talk through this, but with a glass cliff situation, well, let's talk about glass ceiling. Glass ceiling is when, um, you know, a woman gets to a certain uh, level in her career and it's hard to break through to get to that next level. Um, for a lot of women of color, um, sometimes you you hear it referred as concrete ceiling because with a glass ceiling, you can at least look through it. Sometimes concrete ceiling, you can't even see on the other side of it. Um, so that's glass ceiling. Then you have glass cliff where you do get the opportunity to move into a higher position, but normally it's a challenging position with a high risk of failure. And sometimes uh, as women or women of color, um, we don't want to let opportunities pass us by because we may not get as many opportunities. So we may take that uh, project or that challenge or that assignment uh, to get that experience, but we're walking into kind of a glass cliff where there's going to be a lot of challenges, challenges there. So the reason why I picked the topic, uh, how to leave on your own terms, because sometimes we uh, find ourselves in a glass cliff situation, and sometimes we stay in that situation um, longer than we probably should, or stay in, in it, and it becomes detrimental to us personally. And that could be burnout, stress, our mental health. So um, when Michelle presented the topics, I was like, oh, oh my goodness. I would love to do the topic on exit, you know, exiting and leaving on your own terms. But then how do you take that experience and use it as an opportunity to get your next experience? Um, because a lot of people, especially women, we're like, oh, we weren't successful in that glass cliff a role. So now it's going to be hard for me to go and try for the next opportunity. So that is why this is like, whoo, whoo. I, I, yeah, I love to uh, share some strategies around, okay, you've had this experience. How do you really story, you know, we talk about your brand, storytelling, how do you flip this? Because now you're getting ready to go interview for the next opportunity and believe it or not, even though it might not have been fun when you were in it, the glass clear <laughs> roll with all the challenges, you really need to be able to articulate what you got out of that. And it's not always failure. There's a lot of lessons learned that you would take from that experience to your next. And so we're going to talk about that next week on Tuesday. <laughs> I love it. 7 p.m. Eastern time. So yeah. the glass cliff can be looked at negatively and it is not necessarily a good thing. But I think it's important as analytical women, uh, women in highly male dominated areas mm -hmm. on how to leverage it how to survive if you fall over, or maybe not. Maybe you got a hook in it and you climbing your way back up. 
it is really important that we take different perspectives on how to do this. And I want to give a shout out to my friend, Denise. She's like, Michelle, this is what you need to be talking about when it comes to the glass cliff. And like, literally she jumped on a call for 20, 30 minutes with me. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh. ooh. And I gave her an outline of similar, what I shared with you, Lisa and some, and mm -hmm. other speakers. And this is where we are. Like literally somebody, and she's like 25, about 28 years into her career in tech um, and mm -hmm. engineering. And so she's seen a lot as well. So I really, I really think this topic, even if you're not, you're still an individual contributor, maybe you still want to be a SME, you know, like managing mm -hmm. people and advancing isn't where you want to go. But I think it is still very, uh, it's still something that will help you in your career. So I have put into the chat where you can register for the Glass Cliff Virtual Summit. Um, it is free if you watch it live and then you have another 24 hours afterwards to catch us. You, and, and you definitely don't want to miss Lisa's um, because she is about that life. She is going to definitely, definitely share with you actionable things that you can do in your career right now. It starts on Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, and it's one speaker a night. So you don't have to like, I got to carve it like one hour a night. Um, and you can come join us over for the virtual summit. We would love to have you join us. Um, and I'm speaking for Lisa right now. <laughs> Lisa, anything else you want to say? Because you've done the virtual summit before. Um, you've done some other things with, with Positive Hire as well. Anything else you want to add? No. I, well, yes. One thing. So I strongly encourage you. What I love about the uh, virtual summit is that the ladies all interactive. So, um, you know, we do the presentation, but we also leave enough time. And Michelle and I are famous for going over our time limit because uh, we will stay until we get all questions answered. <laughs> so yeah. I... <laughs> Yeah, so I love that. That's what I love about uh, the po uh, Positive Hire Summits because it really is about you coming and being able to interact, um, give us feedback, you know, from the content uh, that we're presenting, and really just being able to answer any questions or even help or elaborate. Um, so I love that um, about the Women of Color and STEM Summit. So yes, uh, hopefully we will see a lot of uh, folks in, that will participate. Absolutely. And if you need a shorter link, you can go to bit.ly forward slash Glass Cliff Summit. Yes, Glass Cliff Summit. So yes, we stay on. Most of our speakers stay on and we try to answer most of the questions. Some of you um, will navigate it. I generally don't say your names during the recording to mm -hmm. have privacy. Um, and so we will work through that if you want to join and have questions, if you want to join earlier, if you want to join, not earlier, but if you want to come every night or if you're like, hey, I can't remember, you have about 24 hours, a little bit more than 24, but at least 24 hours to catch the replay. Mm -hmm. So everybody, you got the links, you know where to go, you know where to show up. We are excited to have you um, and we will see you on Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern time up until Friday. So, so many, do y'all want to know? Do y'all really want to know what the other topics are? Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll do what well, I know. I forgot. I guess, I guess that's a good thing to share. <laughs> to share. 
Okay. So how to choose the right manager for you. Oftentimes when we're interviewing for jobs into a new organization, we aren't asking the right questions. Like we're like, oh, I got a new opportunity. I need to show up shiny, brilliant, and absolute the, the best. No, guess what? They need to show up shiny, bright, and absolutely the best to get you. You are the prize. So it's really important to go in and understand the questions to be asking and how to assess an organization because it may be a great opportunity, but now you have a manager that is setting you up to fail. And so mm -hmm. what are the things you need to be asking for and how do you pre-plan going into an organization pretty much knowing it's a glass cliff and it's not maybe the manager that is hiring you that you'll be reporting to has a different style. And so we have Giselle Benazula, who is, who is a software engineering manager at MailChimp. She's been in tech 25 years, is going to be talking about this on Sunday. Then on Monday, we have creating your strategy to navigate the glass cliff. You broke through the ceiling. Now you're walking on the glass ceiling and it ain't going too well. So how best can you navigate it? We have Ebony Travis. She is an HR at Boston Scientific. She's the director of global well-being and HR employee policies. She's done many roles at, um, at Boston Scientific. She's been there over 20 years. So you definitely, definitely want to check us out. Y'all know who we got on Tuesday. Y'all don't know? We have Mrs. Lisa Anderson, HR executive, executive coach. She is going to be talking about nav navigating the glass cliff to leave on your terms. Then we have my girl, and y'all like, hold up. In my head, she is, she's Afro-Latina, Dominican born and raised. She's a civil engineer. She's a licensed professional engineer. Her name is Gladys Felix. She's going to be talking about a little bit different. What happens when you can't get that job, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, mm -hmm. what? Yeah. And so she is going to be talking about breaking barriers, an Afro-Hispanic woman's journey to the top. And it's a different viewpoint. And oftentimes during recessions and layoffs, it could be, it takes black women, especially longer to get jobs. So what do you do in between, in between that time? And so she'll be talking about that. I'll be coming in on Thursday, February 23rd. How about embracing the glass cliff, turning a challenge into an opportunity? You know, they're trying to set you up. You know what it is, but how do you set, take that opportunity? that that negative and make it a positive. So I'll be talking about that. And then on Friday, I get asked these questions. So I do, I know you, Lisa, you know, I do career coaching. I do some business coaching too, but I do it in a very niche specific way. And so somebody literally DM me while I was planning out the virtual summit. And it was like, how do I escape the corporate jungle to start my own business? Mm. So I know. So I added this on the back end on a Friday session is real chill. Y'all come hang out. Um, I know I have it on zoom webinar. I may switch it to meetings so y'all can ask more questions, but um, it's called the corporate jungle escape plan. Mm. <laughs> how you get out and how I found success as a woman of color business owner. And so really talking about what are some struggles? What are some things I would have done differently? Cause I definitely would have done some things differently. Um, and what do I advise other women? And so we'll go through some five things that I have you probably want to do before you get started um, and you jump ship or if you've already jumped ship and you're trying to wade your way through the waters, <laughs> let's talk about or the jungle 
and see what that's about. And so we'll have that conversation on Friday. I added as a Friday session because I knew it wasn't going to be a lot of women, but it's an opportunity for you to still um, ask your questions and we can talk about it. So love it. And I'm really excited to have y'all join. All right, Lisa, we ready? We're ready. All right. We will see y'all on Sunday, February 19th at 7 p.m. Everybody have a great week and we'll see you soon. Bye.